We are a proud member of the 143 Podcast Network. Welcome to the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Groove it and shake it so glad you could make it the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Time for the ride, you're welcome inside the Elizabeth and Joey Show. A great show today, so glad you pressed play the Elizabeth and Joey Show. The show's gonna start, it's cool you took part, the Elizabeth and Joey Show. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of the Elizabeth and Joey Show. I have my sweet wife, Elizabeth, in the studio with me. And this week, we've got a really hard topic to talk to you guys about. And you know what? I'm going to take myself out of the uh, conversation, and it's just going to be Elizabeth talking to you guys. So see you guys later. (laughs) That is definitely not happening tonight. This is definitely a two-part conversation. (laughs) No, I'll be here, but but I'm definitely going to let you take a hold of this one, because this one was your topic. You were really adamant about having this one. I mean, we both did, because this is a really important topic. Elizabeth, can you tell everybody what we're going to be talking about this week? So we struggled a little bit on trying to find like a cool title for it. But what we ended up with was religion, sex, taboo. So we're asking the question, when you put sex and religion together, why is it so taboo? You know, there's a good girl, bad okay. boy syndrome. So we're going to get into the thing, right? Right. That's that's yeah. the whole thing. That's the whole premise of this conversation, right? That, yes, definitely. And, and- I think that we need to start out with a little bit of a, um, what's the word? Disclaimer. There we go. We need a little bit of a disclaimer on this show. A, we are going to talk about sex. So there's that. Um, two, we're going to talk about God because we're talking about religion uh-huh. and those in my opinion, really go hand in hand. So if those are big turnoffs for you, I would suggest <laughs> turning it off. <laughs> yeah. So you've been warned and, and we will probably talk a lot about uh, our faith, and and uh, I don't know for how how deep we're going to get into anything. But if you guys, if this is one of those those uh, things that is a little touchy for you, I would definitely skip this one and possibly wait for the next one and uh, go from there. But this is going to be some really good stuff. And if you guys want to chime in with us, talk to us a little bit about this stuff. Hey, why not? We have an email. Uh, Elizabeth Joey show at gmail.com hit us up there and we can talk to you guys a little bit about that and we can revisit it if you guys have more stuff to talk to us about so definitely take it away Elizabeth all right so we're going to start this out by me saying a handful of things all right our sexual nature doesn't begin at marriage God has given us sexual feelings that are healthy and important aspects of being human Yet sometimes our misunderstanding about those sexual feelings and nature cause us to feel bad, ashamed, or sinful. Okay, so what does all that mean? Well, I actually, (laughs) I know what it means. I'm curious to know what you hear when you hear that. Um, I, I honestly, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. This is because this is one of those, those, uh, those things where you're going to teach me something about this because (laughs) I honestly, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about what I just heard. Okay, so I'm going to follow it up with this then. Some of us weren't taught about positive aspects of sexuality. Okay. Only the negative consequences of violating the law of chastity. Yeah. Or maybe we weren't taught anything about sexual purity at all. And with so much of what we learn about sexuality coming from media, 
those skewed messages, combined with a lack of understanding about God's view of sexuality, can contribute to unhealthy relationships, pornography use, and abusing others' agency, as in sexual assault. So how can we learn to see sexuality as a sacred gift and an essential part of our God-given nature? How can we manage our sexuality in harmony with its ultimate purpose in God's eternal plan? Okay. So tell me about it. All right. Like, like break that down for me in layman's terms. Okay. So I think that a lot of times in a Christian setting, we have this tendency to go, "Uh uh-oh, that only happens behind closed doors. We don't talk about that. That, if we talk too much about that... (gasps) Our kids are going to get curious. Uh, okay. Duh. <laughs> Hello. Um, I think that as a result of that lack mm-hmm. of talking about things, yeah, we've had a tendency to allow our children and ourselves to find information in places that are not giving proper information. So that's where we'll start with our good girl, boy girl complex mentality. Okay. So mom and dad never talked about sex. Okay. True. And now all of a sudden it's your wedding night. Okay. (laughs) And you know nothing. And you know nothing. And it's freaking scary. But you know you're supposed to do something, (laughs) but you know nothing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So now all of a sudden anything that you do, you could go, oh, no. It's foreign. It's scary. It's... Was this supposed to happen? It, okay. Was yeah. I was I inappropriate? Did I do something wrong? Okay. Or you have the opposite effect of that. Okay. So mom and dad never talked about sex in the home. There was no PDA. If they closed the door, you just thought they were arguing or wrapping Christmas presents. Okay. <laughs> you had no clue what was happening. But all of your friends watch porn. And so now all you know about sex is porn. And I okay. and to yeah. each their own. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that discussion. To each their own. I have viewed it. Joey has viewed it. It's not something we do in our marriage, but <laughs> that's that's a whole nother topic for another day. And if you want me to do a show on that, I can talk about pornography all day long. However, that's not tonight's topic. Yeah. But if your education has come from porn, but your spouse's has not come from porn, you start to tread a very um, scary yeah. walk because. Okay. Your spouse may be like, I have no idea what you're doing, and that's freaking me out and scaring me. Okay. And now they've got, rather it's the male or female, good girl or boy girl syndrome being placed good, good on girl. them. Boy girl. Good girl. <laughs> bad girl. Bad boy. Bad. <laughs> good girl. Go yes. Boy. You, I get it. I yes. Get it. Thank you. I get it. <laughs> and then, you know, whoever the person is that's viewed it clearly could view it sex as something that's not what it is. Or not what it is in that relationship. And that's yeah. where the abuse aspects comes into it. Yeah, that's a little scary because, yeah, yeah, you, you, you go into this not knowing anything. The other person is very well-versed in mm-hmm. that world. And then you're just like, well, did I just get sexually molested by my to-be husband or wife? Right. Did I just that like and then and then now you go now you have a negative uh connotation of the person you were supposed to be the, with for the rest of your life. And how Absolutely. many times have we heard? Uh, you know, women, uh, who, who have been, uh, m- both men and women who have been, uh, abused, uh, and, you know, and, or have even possibly said that they were abused, uh, during their marriage or their, their uh, honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Because it was, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, that's a touchy subject because I don't want it to say anything wrong, but 
there's scenarios where some things happen and you're just like, whoa, what the heck did I just do? You weren't, you didn't, you didn't have any knowledge. And how do we teach our children the proper knowledge? Like, how do we do that? So we're definitely going to get into that, but that we're not jumping to yet. So in that last um, show, a handful of shows back where we talked about intimacy and intercourse, we talked a lot about communication and that's where it really starts the meat and potatoes of it. And that's communication while you're dating. That's communication while you're married. That's communication all like late into your marriage. It's so important to keep that communication open because you're not going to know what the other person does know or doesn't know or what they're interested in or, or any of those things. Okay. But I do agree that the conversation circumstantially needs to be in an appropriate venue. You can't be having this conversation with somebody that's going on a mission. You can't have this conversation. You know, it's, it's not mm-hmm. a teaser. It's information, okay. completely two different things that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and, and you can't, you can't, if you're dating somebody at a young age, you know, uh, late teens, early twenties, uh, it's probably not wise to do it while you guys are alone, right? You can talk about sex <laughs> while you're alone. Cause then if you are absolutely trying to save yourself for marriage for your, for your husband or wife, then that's definitely something that's scary. And that's one of those things that I, I, I'm kind of afraid with our soon to be 18 year old daughter, like, have we dropped the ball there and not taught her any of these things? Have we dropped the ball to like, uh, say, Hey, um, talk about it, but do it in a setting where you're comfortable and you don't feel like you're obligated where he's going to be. You're thinking, Oh wait, I'm, we're talking about sex and now he's going to want to have sex right after we have this conversation. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't suggest it in the car late at night. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how we had our kids. No, just kidding. (laughs) No, but I do. I really, really do want to stress that these conversations have got to be had and, and let's, Let's so go you, into the, oh, so sorry. Do you, so do you do it with like a mediator, like somebody who you trust? Like, I, like, that's so weird. Like, how do you do this? Like, how do you do that? Because like, it's such a foreign thing to me because I didn't, I didn't learn this way. Right. And this is the proper way to learn. How, how, right. how do you do it? <laughs> well, so later on, we're going to talk about a couple books that I think are so important for, you know, especially couples that are right before their wedding day okay. kind of a thing. You're like talking about engaged kind of thing? Okay. Oh, no, I'm talking like maybe a couple days before the wedding because I'm not trying to oh, give anyone okay. <laughs> too many ideas. <laughs> However, I don't know necessarily about a mediator. I mean, I personally would not sit down <laughs> with my father and talk with my intended oh, I did, about... I, I said mediator for, for a reason. I didn't say parents. Okay. I, said, I, said, I said mediator. Like, do you talk to your bishop or your reverend or your pastor? Well, no. And have them sit down and be like, we want to have this conversation about this so that we know what we're getting into, but we need somebody there so that we don't start doing what we're talking about. So... Typically, I would probably or a therapist? say no. A sex therapist, maybe? Oh, well, that could get dangerous, too, depending on your faith, because they could be like, go for it. Try well, it out well, tonight. <laughs> obviously, if it's a sex therapist and you go in there, you tell them what you want. Say, we're both saving ourselves for this. So we ask you to please, uh, you know, uh, help us to, to, to hold to that mm-hmm. and give us some insight on how we can do that, but still talk about this in a safe place. Well, this, this is what I'm going to say to that. Okay. Let's pretend you and I are engaged and we are both saving ourselves 
rather we've messed up in the past, whatever we're saving well, ourselves currently. That's hard because we're in a small room together and, it's, <laughs> and, there, and there's mood lighting. So what I am going to say is <laughs> and you are looking real nice right now. <laughs> so three years ago, our bishop, I would never have sat down and had a conversation like this. And that's nothing against him. Great man, spiritual man, wonderful man. I would never sit and talk about sex in front of him. It would be so incredibly <laughs> awkward. Our bishop 10 years ago, even worse. Like, no way. Our bishop currently, I don't know how many times you slapped his butt. So, I mean, that <laughs> conversation, on, <laughs> it seems pretty you natural. Had, you had to bring it up. You had to bring it up. Uh, I think there's a mutual man crush going I, on there. <laughs> I would agree. And with with that said, as completely heterosexual as we are, <laughs> same goes for his wife. Total girl crush. Love her. Love her. Um, but I think I think if you're going to choose to have some type of a mediator, you've got to have someone that you would trust. And clearly, you're not going to be talking about nitty gritties, but maybe just to begin the conversation. I think if you choose not to, and again, this is this is my opinion. This is not you know, gospel. This is not, I, I don't have a psychology certificate on my wall, despite the mm. one I made for myself. However, um, <laughs> I, I really do think though, that if you it's card are stock and everything, guys, <laughs> just and it's got a gold, it's gold. There's a gold leaf, like, like stamped it and everything stamp and everything. Yeah. It's, 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 it's embossed it's, it's lettering legit. or whatever they yep. call that. An embossed yeah. gold leaf yes. stamp. It's like, totally. it's, legit. it's legit. And anytime it's he mouths of, off, I point to it. Um, but it's not legit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would say though, that if you don't have somebody that you would completely trust on, I, I, However you feel, if you're not comfortable talking with someone about it, I think it's all about the setting. So in okay. our faith, we have a temple. I think that taking this kind of a conversation to a temple grounds is not completely inappropriate because okay. you're not going to want to get freaky on the temple grounds. <laughs> or would uh, I? <laughs> I think that um, lots of uh, a church. A place of of worship. Oh, there's been some really bad ha- okay, things that happen at a church. Okay, knock it off. I would not <laughs> suggest true. going on a candlelit dinner lunch in the middle of a park at midnight and have this conversation. I, you know what I mean. So that's that's it. But I really think I've got a spot if you're looking for one. You, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. So that is communicating prior to marriage. But I think that very importantly, this is something that seriously needs to be communicated regularly after marriage. And and again, just like we talked about in the intimacy and intercourse, this has to be done without embarrassment. You have got to be able to communicate openly with your significant other about things that you do and don't like. And it's okay to like things or not like things. That's part of it. So... We have that wonderful T word that comes up with all of this. Um, toys, things oh. like that. I know, I know. You should have seen my face. I said, oh no, I, let's not talk about that. I have really looked into this over the last week and I have looked into several different faiths and there's only one faith and I'm not going to name faiths, but there's only one faith that, um, doesn't look favorably on them. Okay. And again, I'm not going to name faiths. However, the majority of faiths, this is what is what is said by either pastors or preachers or fathers or bishops or 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 whatever the head of your church is. Typically, what happens with a husband and wife behind closed doors is between a husband and wife as long as it is mutually consensual. 
Okay. Very important because that is not something that we are taught growing up. Yeah. We do not hear the words consent. We do not hear the words mutuality. We mm. do not hear any of that. One of the biggest things I want to stress in this conversation Sex is supposed to be fun. Yes, <laughs> there is the purpose of procreation. Again, that's the spiritual aspect of it. But there would not be 8,000 nerve endings on the female anatomy if it was not supposed to be fun. <laughs> there is not that many on the men's. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, Are you sure about that? I'm though? pretty positive. Are you sure about that? The standard time for a male orgasm is between five and seven seconds. That's all you got. Are you kidding me? A woman can go anywhere from 15 to 45 seconds if it's done right. It is supposed to be fun. It is supposed to be fun. It is supposed to be enjoyable. I am a big believer that the reason women enjoy it a little bit more when it's done right is because we have to give birth. <laughs> That's just my personal opinion. Um, but again, these things have to be talked about in order yeah. for a woman to yeah. receive her 15 to 45 seconds of- I thought you were going to say 15 to 45 minutes. I'd be like, good <laughs> gracious- <laughs> I've actually I am not seen, 20 something anymore. <laughs> I have actually seen books titled The 15 Minute Orgasm. I've never read it. I don't know oh, if it's real. I think I think it's more some of that intimacy that think, side of there's it. There's some though. people that think that that's not even a real thing that a woman that a woman <laughs> Well, that is definitely one of those taboo things uh -huh. that a lot of Christian groups feel that women do not <laughs> feel anything <laughs> and remember when we were talking about that i looked at you and said that is not a man i would ever date or talk to oh i can't remember oh i can't remember if he's i don't know what, I, I was absent for that you were not absent for that <laughs> so yeah that's that's a little so that's that's uh one that you have to be comfortable with comfortable with yeah look it's got me stumbling over my words but yeah you have to be comfortable with number one speaking to one another talking about this stuff it is a difficult thing number one you are going into something if you don't know mm -hmm. it's already a difficult thing to talk about so how are you going to talk to your significant other or your significant other to be about this kind of thing but it's an, an important conversation to have absolutely and i really think that when you look at at the actuality of sex, it's very important to have the acceptance that what you have in your mind may not be what ends up happening. And I don't mean that's, that, that in a bad no, but way. That's true because, yeah. yeah, that's, that's true because our, and number one, let's take the, take sex off the table. And when you have anything that you are excited for, like, hey, first time that I ever thought that we, when my mom told us that we were going to go to Disneyland, I was like, oh my gosh, and I just cooked up this really cool, grand, extravagant thing going on in my mind. When we got there, yes, it was grand and it, I mean, and, and extravagant. I mean, come on, it's freaking Disney. But, but, the, but it was not what I pictured in my head. That's mm -hmm. just, that's just human nature, right? Yeah. You create this grandiose thing in your head. So that's what you feel. And then sometimes, you kind of let yourself down that way, but you got to, you know, with, with growing up, you get past that and all that good stuff. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So you asked me the question oh, no. earlier. Oh, no. <laughs> On What's how do we teach our kids? Uh, this is the hard one because I don't want to okay. have this conversation with our kids to look at them, those sweet little faces that I've watched grow up and, and had to have to talk to them about, hey, 
somebody's going to want to have sex with you. (laughs) (laughs) And these are the things you're going to want to talk about. And this is how you're going to talk about it. And this is when you should talk about it. Because now I'm like, I'm talking to my kids about this. (laughs) So basically, if I heard you correctly, you basically made a checklist just now. Okay. No, get rid of your checklist. What checklist did I make? (laughs) And someone's going to want to, and then they're going to have to, and then you're going to... Take why, get why all that, of that off the table. Why is that bad? Because this sex is natural. It is organic. It does not have to be this scary thing. My favorite is meme on the entire. So planet. I got to take you off the schedule. We've talked about our scheduled <laughs> sex life, and well, that, you've already biffed work. that one. It doesn't work. Listen, <laughs> my favorite is meme that I have ever seen on um, a form of social media. Um, was it's two old people at the kitchen sink and he's got her hand on his butt and he's got he's got her hand on hold on how do i say that yes they both are touching each other's butts they're they're butt touching i get it it. and it says (laughs) the best way a parent can teach a child to love is to embarrass them is by touching each other's butts in front of them yes (laughs) we do that every day healthy pda (laughs) now i am not talking about getting on the couch and scronking in front of your kids oh that's but i am i'm saying the best way to teach your children what is good and healthy and appropriate in a relationship Uh is to have a little bit of pda let your kids see what is natural Okay. okay. Yeah. That would be number one. Number two, I do not suggest ever that dad sit down with 17 year old daughter or mom sit down with 17 year old son and have a sex talk. <laughs> number one. Yeah, weird. Now I know you uh-huh. said I can't imagine, but I have most definitely begun having those conversations with our 17 year old daughter. Absolutely. Okay. And on very minor. I'm just telling you that I'm glad that I haven't. Yeah. Because <laughs> I don't want to do that. I'm going to be like, because if it comes down, be like, like, okay, look at this. No, yo, no, just don't do it at all. And it'll be, it'll just ruin her life. You will. You will. It will be awful. And, and you and I'll will turn be the her reason and... that she feels sex is taboo. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Now. So just like, because I just want to go downstairs and tell all of our kids, don't do it. With our 10 year old, <laughs> I'm going to bring you back. Okay. Because this is not about embarrassing sex uh-huh. or taboo. With our 10 year old, you've heard me have the healthy conversations about treating a woman with respect. And that's not how we talk to women. And that's when a woman says no, the answer is no. Yeah. And that's why I slap your hand away when I say no and then reiterate (laughs) to our children that a woman has a right to say no at any point. The same as a man has a right to say no. You know what, Elizabeth? I appreciate you using me in your teaching lessons. That is such a fun thing. (laughs) Just saying. You said that you wanted me to teach you, and the best way to teach you is to bring you in and, you know, hands on. Um, I am a big. Was that pun intended? Because, never mind. (laughs) I am, I'm a big believer of openness and honestness and age appropriate conversation. So, one of the big things that I, um, advocate for, especially if you have children that are going to be getting married, you may not feel comfortable doing this, but I would definitely talk with their bridesmaids or whatever, whatever. More for the female than the male, in my opinion, but whatever's clever, you guys got to make those decisions for your own <laughs> situations. But a honeymoon basket. What is that? Oh. What is that? Um, cleanup like material, snacks? snacks, cleanup material, like candy, deck of cards, 
condoms if that's what they're choosing to oh, use. No. Lube. This went south um, real fast. All of those kinds of things so that that first night is not painful, uncomfortable, nerve-wracking. It's comfortable. It's safe. It's easy. Okay? Now, again, I don't suggest mom giving it to your son because that's weird. Weird. But... (laughs) But I'm not gonna touch that. If you, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you to if when you if you if you well I because you're saying this I'm sure you're gonna do it. I'm gonna ask you to do that privately with Jordan so, somewhere else and then hide that somewhere so that nobody I, finds it. Her and I have already talked about that. You know me. I, I'm, if there's candy in there, I'm gonna sniff and it out. And I told her that would be the edible <laughs> underwear. <laughs> oh no, no, Elizabeth. <laughs> However, I would. Oh, I've please. already talked with her about these things. That these are things that if she would feel more comfortable, one of her bridesmaids or whatever doing uh-huh. at her bachelorette party or whatever, that's fine. I'll okay. hook them up and show them everything that needs to get gotten for that first go round. But she's like, no, mom, I'd rather you do it, which is weird because <laughs> we have a really great relationship like that because yeah. I'm open and honest about these things and I'm yeah. not shameful about them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, so that's how I, I am about approaching our kids with sex. It needs to be age appropriate. I yeah, would never yeah. speak to our 10 year old about this in this way. Um, but I would speak with my 17 year old about it because she's already joking about, you know, boys coming home from their missions and yeah. serious dating and engagement. And these are things we need to start talking about. Mm-hmm. But she's only 17. She's oh 17 and a half. She's almost 18. Ugh. And, that's you know way too young her very way too young i do not advocate getting married at 18 i don't get advocate getting married at 19 i don't advocate 18, it dude, dude she has not experienced life outside of our home yet come right. on right and so i'm not i'm not saying that okay that that totally got off the subject there um i do want to note two books because my husband's tapping his watch saying that i'm talking too much <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> no just we, we just don't want to go over on time and right we, we want to keep these these shows uh closer to 30 minutes so that yes. you guys are because your commute should be almost done so <laughs> yes and you're not too bored of listening to me ramble if you're still listening <laughs> so there are two books that i would strongly suggest if you are looking at opening up um conversation um trying to get the taboo things off of the table understanding your spouse so the first one is called come as you are okay okay All and right. it's it's spelled c o m e as you are. That's so horrible that you had to do that. Well, and the second one is called They Were One. Okay. 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 So if you have time, if you are interested in this topic, if you are having um, issues relating to your spouse, if you are struggling with communication, if your wife is telling you that she is unhappy, these are books that I would strongly suggest looking into. You can obviously get them on um, digital forms. You can get okay. them on audio forms. Oh, you cool. can get them cool. on hardbacks. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That's my ramblings for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, Elizabeth, give us a quick recap of what we learned tonight. Well, I, I how, would how say, do we do, how do we, how, my wrap up of, this. my yeah. wrap up of tonight is A, sex is not dirty. Okay. Okay. Number two, communication is the most important thing. Number three, if you are a religious, spiritual person, take this to God. 
Okay. I would, I, because he's our God. Hello. Like he yeah. created us for this purpose. Um, number four, have fun with it. Stop being so scared of it. So what? Okay. You don't like it the first time? Try it a second time. If you definitely don't like it, take it off the table. Okay. Like, okay. it's easy peasy. Communicate. Respect each other. Respect it. If you, if, if Joey, if you like something that I don't, that doesn't ma- make you a bad guy. N- vice versa. Uh-huh. Respecting each other. Um, but that also means that if you don't like it, then we stop and have a conversation about that, totally. right? And then we say, okay, let's come to an agreement or let's come to a, the middle ground here and kind of talk yes. about it. Yes, yes. Because the, That's the worst. Exactly. Because the worst thing you could do is be like, well, he likes it or she likes that. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Even though it makes me uncomfortable. Right. Well, that gets too close and walk you walk that fine line of abuse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so respect, acceptance, love, um, communication, Taking the um, fear away. It's it's fun. You're supposed to be with this person until forever. Like, yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Okay. I want to be like in my 80s getting it on. Like, <laughs> let's do this. Like, maybe even longer. I don't think I'll live much longer. But yeah, that, that would be my takeaway. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you bringing this conversation. It was it wasn't so bad. I thought it was going to be a lot harder from the from the topic, but it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It was really it was really good. So. Everybody, thank you guys for hanging out with us this long. If you guys have any other questions, if you want to talk to a little bit more, if you have some insight in this topic, please email us at elizabethjoeyshow at gmail.com or you can head over to our Facebook group, The Elizabeth and Joey Show. Type that into all the social media and you can find us there too. Uh, so hang out with us, talk to us, uh, jump into this uh, this topic with us. Next time we're going to be talking about what is what's the Secrets to Raising a Successful Teen. That one's going to be a really good one because we're going to talk about, and we might even bring our daughter in on the, yes. on the conversation and uh, talk to her a little bit about her uh, experiences and how she got to the point where she is now because she has a really cool career that she set up for herself and she's doing very well in it and she's just starting to begin to see the fruition of this this amazing talent that she has so sit back hang out we are glad that you got to this far and we'll see you guys next time right here on the elizabeth and joey show with me joey galvez and my wife elizabeth we'll see you guys next time groove it and shake it so glad you could make it the elizabeth and joey show Time for the ride, you're welcome inside the Elizabeth and Joey Show. Great show today, so glad you pressed play, the Elizabeth and Joey Show. The show's gonna start, it's cool you took part, the Elizabeth and Joey Show. The Elizabeth and Joey Show. Elizabeth and Joey Show.